What do you call two guys that were there when this happened? Back to return at Spurlock. Michael Spurlock at the 10. He's to the 20. He's to the 25. Or the 30. To the 40-yard line. We could see history. 50, 40, to the 30-yard line. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run, Michael. Run. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. There you go. And that 62-yard field goal attempt. It is good. That's good. Eagles. Who can forget? Again, looking again. Those up the middle. That's hey, intercepted at the Derek 30. Brooks. Derek Brooks, 30. Touchdown, Tampa Bay. Derek Brooks, the most valuable player in the National Football League. There it is. The dagger's in. We're going to win the Super Bowl. We call them the Salty Dogs. Happy New Year and welcome back to the Salty Dogs podcast. Thank goodness. It is a happy New Year so far. It is 2021. <laughs> Not that... Well, I saw an editorial cartoon that I thought was pretty funny. It was people coming out of a big, like, sewer pipe, and it said 2020. And then it had a little walkway and another sewer pipe that said 2021. <laughs> and so it kind of like... is it? That sounds negative. It is. Like a bridge from one bad thing it, to another. That's, what I, that's it. But after Sunday's game, 2021 came out pretty good. It had a good thing, and that was the Buccaneers won. It had a bad thing, Mike Edwards or Mike William uh, Evans. <laughs> You'll get there eventually. I, I got a lot of mics. Those are all Buccaneers. I know. I got a lot of mics in my head. Um, <laughs> you got one on, in front of your mouth. I too. do. Mike Evans got hurt. Yes. And it, so far, I guess this is Let's, fair enough. Yeah, we'll go ahead. We'll, well get we, to the we'll whole get thing into here that. in a Yeah. So that's why I'm saying I'm not sure which way this is going to go. I should have probably just said, yeah, I'm not sure which way 2021 is going to go. <laughs> well, I mean, the, the main thing, though, is that the Buccaneers are in the playoffs, and we've known that for a couple of weeks, but now we're actually in them. I mean, they're here. We're preparing for the team was practicing today. Yep. This is it. This is the first time it's for 13 years. <sighs> a lot of people that I know that – that work for the Bucks or something they need a roof for them have never been to the playoffs. You know, it's interesting is um, talking to some of the people who work for the Bucks, and yeah. you know, um, I was talking with with Tori, who is a team photographer. A photographer, yeah. And um, I was making a comment about, gosh, it's been 13 years since we've been in the playoffs. I'm just so so That's happy. Probably more than half her life. She looked at me and she goes, "I was 10 back then," <laughs> and I I just started laughing and I went. Okay, well, see, this is a you're, it's a whole um, generation of Buck fans that haven't been able to experience this. Right. So this is great news all the way around. So, yeah, let's get right to the Mike Evans things. We're, we're going to be talking about Mike a lot uh, in this one, I think, and um, and that's always a good thing because sure. he's one of our two or three best players. Yeah. Um, so the the incident you're alluding to, which I'm sure anybody listening to this podcast already experienced and held their breath like we wow. did. He gets the – he needed 40 yards to get to 1,000 and be the first player in NFL history to open his career with seven straight 1,000-yard seasons, which is a big accomplishment. Very I mean, much so. He he has two catches for 28 yards, and then um, he gets a 20-yarder, which gets us close to the end zone, relatively close. Uh-huh. Very close. We all know he's just broken it. We're all tweeting it out, whatever. They they stop. I don't know if they actually stopped the clock, but the stadium made a big announcement, the PA. Yeah, okay. I, I can give a little insight there. Right, okay. Usually when there's a big record happening for an NFL, the officials know that there's going to be a record, and they hold hold the play up a little bit. Oh, is that right? They, they didn't do that. Because they didn't know it was coming, probably. Because yeah, it's a well, bit of an unusual one. It is, and let's just say it, 
you know, the crew we had on on Sunday is not going to be the crew that's in the Super Bowl. I'm going to put <laughs> okay. it that way, okay? Okay, I don't remember who it was. Yeah, you probably shouldn't I, say anything. No, I'm not going to. I'm just saying that. That's what it is. But, got, yes. By the way, we did not get Jerome Boger for our playoff game. No. Really? Yeah, we got Scott Novak. Oh, okay. I don't know much about Scott Novak, but I know he's not Jerome Boger. Yeah. Okay, I'm with Although, that. Although, Jerome Boger was I, the ref for our Green Bay game. He so was. Maybe, so. the, maybe the curse has been lifted. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. and to make, to make sure that nobody thinks I'm criticizing Jerome Boger, I've just noted several times on here before that we seem to always have bad games when he was our ref. And this goes back to the question of last week about being superstitious yeah, about things. So exactly. <laughs> so maybe that curse is over because sure. of the Green Bay game. But so anyway, Mike Evans, you just announced his amazing accomplishment. Yeah. Very next play, it could have been even better because Mike runs a nice little kind of up in the slant and he's wide open. And the pass is maybe just a li- not behind him really, but he has to catch it kind of like this mm-hmm. over his hip. And, and then he steps in the end zone, and Bruce Arians said the end zone turf was a little slicker. And I, you can still see where his foot slipped. Yeah, see yeah. that, Jeff? I know. There's a skid mark. You can see the skid mark yeah. where his foot slipped. Yeah. We're, we're at the stadium, and we're looking down at the end zone where this happened. And so you see him. That slips, and then the other, the other foot takes a, a weird step. It, it, he slides, and kind of to get the slide to get the ball, it kind of turns. Yeah. yeah. And then took a weird step and went down, and obviously we're all – the life goes out of the stadium. We're all like, I can't believe he just got that record. He's about to go into his first playoffs ever. He was about to catch a touchdown, which would have been another record, by the way. It would have been 14 touchdowns, which would have broken James Wilder's record. Right. He has to settle for being tied. Yeah. And then that happens. And they help him up. At least there's not a cart coming, right? They yeah. help him up, but then he tries to take a step, and it seems like it buckles on him a couple times. I'm like, oh, oh boy. boy. Yeah. And let me tell you, Jeff, I will say – I started to feel a little bit better as the day went along that we didn't hear immediately, like that Bruce didn't say after the game. Because a doctor, can they're still going to have an MRI to confirm yeah. it, but a doctor can tell, an orthopedic doctor can tell if you have a torn ACL, basically by grabbing your knee here and here. You guys can't see me, but it's mm-hmm. above and below. And the reason, and why just going like this back and forth. like. And the reason why Scott knows this is Scott has a tendency to tear up his knees. I've only had one ACL tear. Uh, uh-huh. I've had a couple other surgeries, but sure. only. So, so yeah, I, I tore my ACL playing flag football in the morning of a trip to Carolina. So I get on the I get on the trip, and then we get there, and then at dinner I get to see the our orthopedic doctor. And he literally, I'm sitting in the chair, and he walks over, and he just goes, like that with his with his hands. He goes, uh-huh. oh, yeah, you got a torn ACL. He's like, you, you're going to have to have an MRI to have it confirmed, but believe me. So they would have known, I think. So I think they knew it wasn't catastrophe. Yeah, we were debating during commercial breaks whether it was good news or bad news that we didn't hear anything. At first I thought it was bad news Yeah. because I think they didn't want to get that out there while the game was going on we're trying to win the game. Yeah. But then after the game when Bruce didn't have immediately say, yeah, it looks bad, then I started to feel better about and it. I, and I'm going to say this, and because there was a lot of speculation about um, – the field here at Raymond James Stadium. So I'm going to I'm going to let you exactly know, the end zones were not torn up. That was not new sod put in, and there was a game before the Outback Bowl was here, but there's a ruling now that the the league has that you have to have so many days, a couple days, a few days, if you tear sod up and then replant it. It has to. Got to give it time. Got to give it time. Stick. And and I can say because I was here. <clears throat> yeah, that's The right. day before the Outback Bowl, and we were having that discussion because they painted the logo in the middle and it was in white, so um, they didn't tear that up. And that, if you look at the logo now, Scott, you can kind of see it. You says, can see the Outback behind. Yeah, it. Mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, in in that 
aspect, uh, the turf has been in for, for a while in, in the end zones. Now, we did have major rain early that morning, like about 3, 4 in the morning. And then when I got here around 8.30, it was still raining. And then it stopped. So I don't know if, if you know, the field drains really, really well. It's a great field. It's, but It's always considered one of the best fields. Yeah, but I, I it, it still could be slick. But it was weird because when he planted his foot, he didn't stick. He just slid. slid. And that's why that happened. Yeah. Yeah. So. so imagine if that had happened on the previous play and he dropped oh. dropped the ball and then didn't come back to the game and didn't oh. break the record Don't. because that happened. Don't. So that didn't happen. So that, we're very glad about that. That would be um, that would be oh I don't know. I don't even want to think about yeah, that it. Would you, disaster. Just yeah, you just You know but, what? You know but, what? But here's the thing. Here's the thing too and is when stuff like that happens, the first thing people say, "Oh, you shouldn't be playing your your guys during the uh, during that game. It's a nothing game." And it, but it wasn't a nothing game. It really was. You were already in the playoffs, but you wanted a different seed. And even at halftime, I thought it was interesting. Bruce Arians told Bucks Radio, um, TJ asked him, um, "What do you think about the second half uh, on your players?" And he goes, "We're trying to win a damn football game, you know." So. <laughs> Eleven and five. I'm sorry. It just sounds so much better than ten and five. 10 they were and saying six. that before the game. They yeah. really felt that way. I, I I believe that. I really believe that. We'll get back to that. But you know what? When Mike got hurt in that sequence, like something great happens and then the player gets hurt. You know what mm-hmm. it made me think of? Mm-hmm. Remember Paris Warren? Yeah. The receiver. I think he was actually a local kid. I think he went. He was. Um, <clears throat> he was on the, trying to is. make the team in 2007, and he'd been having a great camp in preseason and coach. Gruden later said that he would have made the 53-man roster. He catches the game-winning 31-yard touchdown pass in the last preseason game against Houston, and we win the game, but as he's crossing the goal line, he I don't remember what he hurt. Broke his leg or something, something like that. Like that yeah. And he was, that was it. He was done for the year. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I, you know, it, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tricky business, but I think you've got you to play. Yeah, you have to play. So, fortunately, that's not what we have here with Mike. So, let's, nope. get, let's get that taken care of first. All right. You get good news on Monday morning. Coach says very little swelling. That's a fantastic sign. Yep. And I and I wonder. We wondered why they went and took him. To, I mean, he got the MRI right afterwards. Like I don't even know. Think the game was over yet. And they took him to get the yeah. MRI. And we were running because usually you have to wait a few days for the swelling to go down. But I think they just they saw there wasn't a lot of initial swelling. So let's get it done right now. So, um, very little swelling. It, they there's no structural damage, and they're calling it a hyperextension thing. So I think. At this point, it's a range of motion and pain tolerance, and I don't think we have to worry about pain tolerance with Not Mike. Not with Mike. So, he's he was in he was. We don't have the practice report yet from Tuesday. It's going on right now, but um, he was when the part the media was allowed to watch. He was out there on the field. Yeah. He had his helmet in his and hand. that's a that's a plus. It was a walkthrough kind of day. They weren't going to practice at full speed, so at it's hard to say much. Seven years, he finally gets to go to the playoffs. Right, he's playing. If he's got a cast on, if he's he can playing. play, <laughs> I mean, it was like Paul Gruber, you know, right? Oh, Remember? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he did get to go to the playoffs in '97, but yeah. we had a much better team in '99, and, and that ended up almost making the Super Bowl in, in Chicago. Yeah, we clinched the. We go 11 and five, and yeah. and get the division in the first round by, but Paul Gruber breaks his leg, and, and it's the last he played. Last game ever. That was yeah. it. Wow. Uh, so that's not the situation we have here. No, they hope that Mike will be practicing by Thursday. And if he's practicing on Thursday, I think he's playing on Saturday. Yeah, and they're going to be they're they're going to be smart about it because they're they're going to you know they want to make sure he's fine. And he's probably not going to be one hundred percent. No, but you still have him at some percentage 
Chris Godwin, Antonio Brown, Rob Still, Gronkowski, Cam Bray, Tyler Johnson, Scotty Miller. Yeah. If you if you put Mike Evans on the on the field, you got to pay attention to it. So that's true. Regardless whether he's getting the ball or not, you got to pay attention to him. So. Well, uh, you were saying the people maybe criticizing the decision to play your guys. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah, you can get hurt in practice. Sure. I yeah, and and plus yeah. one one of the things I read said. They played them despite the fact that there was no playoff seating at stake, but there was. Yeah. If we had lost that game, we would have been the sixth seed and we'd be yep. going to Seattle. Yeah. Do you want to Because the Rams won. Correct. Do you want to go to Washington, which is like a uh, – It's going to be cold. Less, yeah, but, I mean, it's uh, less than a two-hour flight uh, that compared too. to But a, a one-hour bus drive. Yeah, but compared to a – Cross-country. Four and a half, five hours in the air. I think going that direction is at least five. Yeah, so not more. yeah. And wearing a mask the whole time. Oh, yeah. Geez. So, it's... And playing Seattle team that is, you know... I, I hot think, right now. And they're, Seattle's a bigger challenge than Washington. Having said that, it's very clear that while they won their division at 7-9 and nine and they haven't really been very dynamic offensively, Washington has a playoff caliber defense. That's unquestionable. Yeah. So, the matchup of the Bucks offense, which is absolutely well, we, red hot right now... Yeah. Against that defense is is pretty good. It's yeah, one of the well, best matchups. Of the well, we we were here. talking about that last week. Who? What's your druthers? You you said, um, th- I think I wanted Dallas at you, the time. Yeah, I think you did, and I was saying no, you don't want Dallas because of uh, Andy Dalton is really hot, and he and throws I, a pick at the end of the game. And I told you that Andy Dalton has a horrific playoff yeah, well, record. He, I think this time he decided he didn't want to lose in the playoffs, so yep. he just took care of it. Yeah, he, unfortunately, he did throw the pick. If, if yeah. the Redskins – I'm sorry, the football team had lost, the 6-10 and 10 Giants yeah. would have won the game. Yeah, yeah. And, I, you know, just a little sidebar, um, the Giants game and – or rather the um, – Washington. Washington football team game and and the Philadelphia Eagles game in the fourth quarter. I shook my head at that. However, that being said, if you're six and ten, you can't complain that a team's That's not it. playing very That's well. That's it right there. I'm I'm sorry. And what I'm talking about is the head coach of the New York Giants, and I it's it's his opinion, and he and I totally understand. And what Giants he's, fans all and over the place. I I I understand what you're saying. I get it. However. You were six, you were and, six ten. and ten. If you're, if you need, you know, it's like anything else. Don't put your own destiny in somebody else's hands. So yeah, I, I. But 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 I will say in the fourth quarter, I was shaking my head. Yeah, I didn't. Here's the thing I don't love about it, and you're seeing it happen now. Is the coach lose has the potential of losing his players? Yeah. And, yeah. You're, and you're hearing them come out now and saying they didn't like it, and the way that the coach has to talk about it. It makes people wonder if it was his decision, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a if if it wasn't it was a six pick or a ninth pick, I think. If yeah, they move they improved from nine to six. If it wasn't his decision, then he's in a bad spot. Yeah, because he can't come out and say that. No, no. Sometimes forces above you have you do things that you don't necessarily yeah, totally agree the, with. So the the Eagles benched Jalen Hurts. Well, they didn't bench him. They said they had intended all along to bring in Nate Sudfeld yeah. in the fourth quarter. And, unfortunately, he looked terrible. Oh, so, he, it made it yeah. totally look like a tank job. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I, and you put, you put the kid in a bad situation. But that's – see, players don't tank. No. NFL well, players don't. Look at the Jets winning their last three games yeah. or two of their last yes. three. Yes. Players don't tank. 
the only way you could tank in the NFL is to structure it, mm-hmm. like with roster moves, to trade away a bunch of guys, like Miami did mm-hmm. at the beginning of last year, right? Uh, still didn't quite tank as much as they wanted to. Sure. Uh, <clears throat> Miami's probably wondering right now if they should have taken Justin Herbert. I don't know. I mean, it's uh, one year isn't enough to decide that. No. Herbert was fantastic, and Tunga Viola, Tunga Viola struggles. Eh, yeah, he was up. Well, it, it, you know, running quarterbacks, you know, as soon as you start running, they start getting tape on you. I don't you. know if he's, I don't he, know if he's pretty, a running quarterback. Well, he's pretty mobile. Yeah, he's mobile, but I don't no. think he's running. He's not like a Kyler Murray. Oh, no, no, no. Or, or who, got, who got hurt in their game. Yeah, that know? season really went down the drain sure. for them. Yeah, they, they it's, it's tough. But, hey, listen, um, we're going to uh, to um, Washington, FedEx Field, and um, turf there is kind of questionable. That's what people say. Yeah. But um, I like when a reporter asked – Bruce is like, so would you – the reporter asked Bruce, would you consider – would that factor in the decision whether or not to play Mike? He's like, no. <laughs> if Mike can play, he's going to yeah, play. Yeah, you know. But, but I think as a team, um, they're pretty healthy right now. Yeah, Carlton Davis, um, coach said he thinks – he seemed pretty optimistic about him coming back after missing two games with mm-hmm. that groin injury. Fortunately, in the meantime, we've learned that Ross Cockrell's a pretty darn good fill-in. What a great pickup that was yeah. way back in early September. Didn't seem like much at the time. They actually originally signed Ross Cockrell to the practice squad, and we were carrying Parnell Motley. Remember that kid, yeah. the rookie undrafted out of Oklahoma who had a nice camp, right? Mm-hmm. But then I think on the practice field it became clear that Cockrell, who's, has, who's played a lot, he's even been in the playoffs, by the way, Yeah, uh, he, he was probably better ready to play, and so they tried to switch the two, and Ross Cockrell got – promoted but when we tried to put motley on the practice squad he got claimed yeah. and he's been he's bounced to a couple teams since then but cockerel was a really nice addition but you stuff definitely want carlton davis out there um and then uh shaq barrett is supposed to be back from the covid list the problem for us is we got the saturday game so it does not look like devin white will be back no no and as we talk about covid uh you every every Day every morning, I get up and I look to see what's going on, what's going on, and the Cleveland Browns, Browns. head coach, five players. I, I thought it was two players, five players now. I thought it was five people. I thought it was like a couple more coaches and yeah. two players or something. But yeah, um, two coaches, two players. Um, but a, a guy that we know, Alex Van Pelt, uh, was he on the list? Uh, no, oh, good. Good news for them is he it looks like he's going to be calling plays for them, okay. And then uh, the special teams coach, I think, is going to be the head is coach. The, is the head coach at that time. They yeah. probably won't have a an, an, uh, research analyst coaching the defense like the, the no, Lions did. No, But it's really sad because I believe there's – I don't – is it their center? One of their top I, – I, I'm going off the top of my head, but he's been with the Browns for a while. Of course, he hasn't been to the playoffs, and he came down with COVID and oh boy. doesn't get to go to the playoffs. Well, they, they could win a game and maybe he could come back. Yeah. Uh, that See, when I think center for the Browns, I think of Alex Mack, but he was traded or signed by Atlanta mm-hmm. some time ago. I have to look for it. I probably should look – I should, probably should have this stuff I before. I can find it before you do. Uh, probably you can. It's been a while since I've it's been – It's been a while. It's, you know. But all of that being said – uh, we are, you know, it's seven. We're in week 18 now. This will be week 18. You talk about J.C. Treader? Maybe. The NFLPA president? No, no, no. That's who their center was at, in their game one there. Oh, okay. Did, are you talking about Joel Batonio? Mm, maybe. He's not the center, but he's a guard. Uh, let's see. I mean, you talk about the since-departed Joe Thomas. 
No, no. Joe Thomas, he's a broadcaster. I know he is, but he never – I bet he didn't see a lot of playoff no, action. No, no, that's a hard Week go. 17 center for Cleveland was still J.C. Treader. Oh. He's the, he's the NFLPA, I guess, players president or whatever. Right. He's the one who recently came oh, out. Oh, I'm sorry, left guard. Batonio? Yes. He's the one who recently came out and – Seven uh, years with the Cleveland Browns. Okay. Uh, well, the way things have gone for the Browns since their resurrection in the late 90s, I, I think any seven-year stretch – has a great possibility of not seeing the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, Treader was the – so he's the NFLPA players president or whatever his title is. He's the one who came out recently and said that this season proves that you don't need an off-season program. Yeah. He said and, – and some of this yeah. – I'm a little back and forth on some of it. Like a point he makes is like none of the other major sports make their players come to their town and practice during the off-season. And I, I mean, I guess that's true because baseball's – Baseball's tr- spring training is just basically the equivalent of training camp, although a little longer. Well, basketball, don't they spend uh, some time in uh, Las Vegas, everybody? Don't they spend a month? Well, everybody has a preseason type preseason thing. Preseason and yeah. camp type of thing, but he's talking about in the middle of the offseason. Pitchers and catchers come in in February. Yeah, but that's just a little bit just, beforehand. Just before, I'm talking yeah. about it'd be like it'd I, be, I'm thinking out loud. I'm helping the I'm helping the listener run through. It'd be the like list. baseball teams having practices in December. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't um, know. It, it's a long offseason. It doesn't seem like too much to ask, but I'm not in their shoes and they know. And I don't think necessarily all the evidence that he was throwing out there such as fewer penalties. All right. Well, they, the league told the uh, the officials to be tighter with the flags and just call clear and obvious stuff, and we sure. could tell that on the field. Sure. How many holding – I mean, oh, don't how many even. times during during the game did you go holding? Yeah. I know I did it like probably eight yeah. times. And then when they call holding, you go, that happens all game long. Why are you calling yeah. it now? <laughs> so, it does, too. <laughs> I mean, it's probably better because you, you want fewer holding calls yeah. than a ton of holding calls. Yeah. A holding call can just destroy a drive if, right as there. As far as I'm concerned, a holding call it has to be really blatant to, right. to be but, called. But you some, know, I you, felt like a was, guy misses, a, you know, a guy makes a big run because you're you're yeah. being held, you know. Yeah, yeah. He, that was the reason for the play, but just yeah. a incidental holding. Yeah. Well, that, that's part of the art of playing the game now as an offensive lineman sure. is getting a feel for what how far you can go. And uh-huh. then once you find out that you can grab this much, you do Spe- that. Speaking of offensive lines, I got to say, uh, our offensive line plays – has played really well they're hitting in the their, last few games. They're really hitting their stride at the right and, time. Yeah, and they're going to need it against Washington because, as you brought up a little bit earlier, um, Washington's front four are pretty strong. It, yeah, they've, they've invested a first-round pick in each of the last four years, so now they have Chase Young, who's probably going to be the NFL Defensive Player of the Year, Montez Sweat, a first-round pick from the year before, has nine sacks, and then their 2017 and 18 picks, Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne, a couple of Alabama guys, are the big guys in the middle, and they're all great. And they're all mm-hmm. starting to the point where a guy like the all-time leading sack leader for Washington, Ryan Kerrigan, is coming off the bench, and he has five-and-a-half sacks. Yeah, and uh, Bruce Arian said that that may be the best front we faced all year. I think it is. I think it is. And so fortunately for us, our offensive line is playing well right now. Mm-hmm. And – our rookie right tackle is so good yeah. that you feel okay. I mean, they my, Sweat and Young both rush from both sides, but more frequently Sweat rushes off the right tackle and Young off the left tackle. So Montez Sweat against Tristan Wirfs is a good matchup for mm-hmm. us because Tristan Wirfs is a good matchup against everybody. And and don't forget, uh, Tom Brady's pretty quick at getting rid of the ball quickly. Yeah, and that's, and that's true. Gonna be, and that's going to be uh, huge. And I think that's a good a point, a big part of why we have 
we're second best in the league in sacks allowed per pass play. But in recent games, haven't you noticed that he's actually had tons of time? Oh, he's just sitting back there forever. If you don't do anything else, if you want to see how good Tom Brady is playing, you have to go to Buccaneers.com or you can get it on the app and look at Rondé Barber. Well, you should watch that every week. Yeah, but the last couple, he is showing you why and how Tom Brady is making passes. And is it because the, of the offensive line? The, the offensive line holding, and he shows everybody. But what, what what else is cool is they're holding everybody. The protection is unreal. And and Tom is, is baiting guys, the defenders, going. There's one where they score a touchdown, and so the defender knows, oh, I know this play. And Tom's got him, and he's looking, at, and as, the, as soon as he breaks, Tom throws. And to Another the, touchdown. To a different guy. Yeah, to oh, a different wow. and and it's it's great stuff. It's stuff that you look at and you then you you kind of understand a little bit more about the game and it's very simple. I to, could to sit in a classroom along. for eight straight hours and watch Rondé break stuff down like that. Yeah, or, or probably a lot. Yeah, of a lot of guys. Yeah, I mean, Rondé has the Rondé combines the incredible football knowledge of a smart guy who played sixteen seasons in the NFL with the fact that he's also a broadcaster. Sure, so he can really present well. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of guys that could, obviously, that could break hey, down. I tell stuff, you, but, but yeah, and then you, you can't you can't understand it. But at the end of the day, I think the offensive line has played really, really well, and that was something that, that was worried about. We, for a long time, have generally thought better of our offensive line than we than outside analysts have felt about it. I feel for years, and Donovan Smith in particular, but just the line as a whole, that we have thought it was good, mm-hmm. and outside – Analysts are going this horrible. It's not yeah, real good, yeah. but I think that that gap is closing now. I don't. I didn't see anything other than this note, but apparently, Pro Football Focus put out their All Pro team, and Tristan Wirfs was a second round pick yeah. or second team, and Ali Marpet was a first team. And I saw Tristan Wirf on Bill Barnwell is a writer for ESPN that I think is really good, an NFL writer. He he put out his All Pro team, and so it's just one guy. At every position. It's mm-hmm. not like five tackles. Sure. It would be two tackles. Yeah. Tristan Morse was one of his all-pro tackles, the only rookie he put on his team. Yeah, According it, to several different services, and it's it's hard to judge these offensive linemen because you can't throw out much in the way of stats. Mm-mm. But um, apparently, if depending upon whom, whom you believe, Tristan Morse has only allowed one sack all year. Crazy. And Crazy. Ali Marpet has not allowed any at all. And, of course, we're only talking about 21 sacks here. Mm-hmm. And sometimes – no lineman at all is at fault because it, you know it was a tight end or the back didn't pick up the free guy or something like I that. I think that's what happened on the the last sack. Um, yeah, know. something went wrong there. <laughs> that yeah, was just a BA made the comment. It wasn't the O line. Someone missed. A, well, no, he just he, ran right at the yeah, edge. The O line were all blocking their guys. He forgot to. Oop. Yeah. Oop. Yeah. yeah. Tom saw it coming and just went down, yeah. which was a smart, smart move. move. And I think we continued down that drive. I don't think that killed that drive. Well, one of the things is is um, the Washington football team has a great defensive front four. On the D line, but I will say this: their offense really struggles. Their offense was struggling with with their starters against the Eagles, and that's not exactly a powerhouse defense. Although at this stage Philadelphia, but I think they well. led the league in sacks, yeah. so they are good at getting pressure. But I I, I like the matchup. Um, kind of weird is that the last time a team that didn't have a winning record go to the playoffs. You know who was the head coach? Yeah, Ron Rivera, the 2014 Carolina Panthers. And you know who he beat? 
He beat Arizona. And <laughs> so you know was, who the head coach was? Yeah, Bruce Arians. Okay, and they were like 11-5 and five at <laughs> oh, that time. Oh, boy. So, I think they had a quarterback injury issue, yeah, I believe they did. But The but other time it that, happened. Isn't that kind of quirky? It is. It's crazy. The other time it happened was Seattle in 2010, and uh, they were 7-9, and nine, and they played New Orleans, who was widely expected to win. And that's when Marshawn Lynch had that beast mode run, yeah, and, yeah. And, and Seattle won. They both then lost in round two, both of those teams. Mm-hmm. But I will say, it's the playoffs, and we all know one thing. All records go out the door. It doesn't yeah. matter. It is the team that plays the best on that particular day. And in our case, it's a Saturday, which I was disappointed in. <laughs> uh, not only is it a Saturday, but it's a Saturday night game. And I was, I was hoping for – They were 1-0 on Saturday this year. Yeah, I was. I was <laughs> with a forty point. I was hoping for plus like, forty point. I was hoping for a Sunday four sure, o'clock. Sure, absolutely. That's know, what we wanted. That's what I wanted. Not just because that probably would have gotten Devin White back, but it was just a better slot. Yeah, but I will say Saturday night is a big, big slot. The the the, the hurt part there is you know we don't get Devin back. Yes. You know, but um, that's going to be a big weekend. I and mean, maybe Steve McClendon. Yeah, that's right. Three. Um, Three games each day, first time in NFL history. You know, super wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. I mean, I don't like that they expanded the playoffs. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. And it helps that we came in fifth, so we would have made it anyway. But I am now that we're here, I am definitely looking forward to six games over the weekend. Sure. We'll be able to watch the first one on Saturday. Mm-hmm. We'll be preparing, getting Roll ready for the game. But it'll be up. Yeah. It'll and be then up. You, all Saturday, you can just sit there and enjoy. Yeah. Yeah. All Sunday. Yeah. That yeah. is what I meant. Yeah. The day all- that comes after Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. I was talking to somebody. I go, oh, I got to fill out a list at the guard check to get people into the stadium on Sunday. And they said, it's not going to help you out. <laughs> not on <laughs> oh, Sunday. Oh, that's right. We're playing on Saturday. But it, it is a quick week because yeah, uh, the, the team will uh, head out on Friday. And Well, and, I mean, uh, the first thing I can tell you is they're practicing today. So the whole week schedule gets moved up a day. Sure. So this is Wednesday in football. Right. Land. It's Wednesday. But Wednesday is three days away from Sunday and Tuesday is two days away. And these guys really need that extra day to be ready. That's why whenever we have these weeks like this, they'll go out and practice on Tuesday, but they don't do it at full speed because they're yeah. not ready yet, or, or the coaches don't think they are. And B.A. said he still hasn't decided what he wants to do on Thursday. Yeah, because of the to, whole night practice Yeah, thing. unless – Did yeah. it really make that much of a difference? Which well, was the last one we did, right? We didn't win the game, did we? I don't know. Because I think the only night game we won was uh, the Giants. Giants, and then we, we – beat Las Vegas in what would have been a night game, but it, they moved it. Yeah. And then we lost to New Orleans and Chicago, mm-hmm. and the last one was the Rams, right? Right. Yeah, we, all didn't, good we didn't win t- that game. All good – all all teams that are in the playoffs. Yeah. Crazy. How about Chicago getting in the playoffs? They backed in. Ah, they're there. They backed in. They're there. Bears. They're The Bears. Not well, a fan. <clears throat> well, you need to root for them this week. You want to root for them, and you want to root for. You trying, you trying to get us a home game? Yes, <laughs> I want. I want to be standing here going, "Oh, look at them painting the field! Look how they're putting yeah. the new logo in! Oh, look at the playoff logos! The, oh, this is so awesome!" If the Bears and Rams both lose, then that totally eliminates any chance of us getting a home game, no matter what else, what else happens. Yes, because yeah. then the um, the we'd pay, play in Green Bay and New Orleans, and Seattle would play in New. Whoever won that game would be a division winner. So yeah, have so, to go there. so the championship the game will either be in Seattle or – Under those circumstances. Yeah. But if one of the two teams below us wins and we win, we're still alive. Mm-hmm. Like if Chicago beat New Orleans, 
Well, there's another yeah. reason to root for Chicago. Sure. We sure want to see New Orleans lose. Sure. And But then Seattle still beat the Rams. Then we would actually go to Seattle because the lower seed would go to Green Bay. Yeah. So if that lower seed could – if Chicago could then upset Green Bay uh, then and we beat Seattle, then we'd have an NFC Championship. But, at home. but, but don't the, count on it. No, no. But here's the key. The key is you have to beat um, – um, your tendency to yes. lose your train of thought. I know. I just. I yeah. I had to see. Make sure I was good. Uh, you have to. Um, you have to beat the team that you're facing right now, and you can't worry about the. No, the, no. Your right, exists for fans. But yes, I am. I'm very excited. I. You know. It, yeah. I, I, let me finish my thought. Here. Okay. Finish your thought. I'm really excited, but I also know how it works, and that is, it's it is a sudden ending if things don't go right. And yeah. that and that's hard, and it's been a while. So hopefully, we're going to be in the situation as we were in 2002, where the ending was very happy. <laughs> yeah, you're, we're the only team that had a happy ending. Yeah, it's, well, that's the other thing too, right? <laughs> Everybody goes, "How was your season?" Well, there's only one team yeah, happy at the end of the year. Happy. Yeah. Well, I'd be willing to bet the Jaguars are pretty happy right now. Yeah, they're probably the only other happy team at the end of the season. Uh, you, have you noticed that we always end up playing the NFC East? Uh, 2007. Yeah. Giants. 2005. Washington. 2002. Philly. Hmm. 1999. Washington. Wow. All the way back to 1979. Philadelphia. 1981. Dallas. 1982. Dallas. Wow. I think we've only. I think nine of our 15 playoff games have been against the NFC East, and wow. nine of 14 that that were against the NFC because obviously one of those was the Super Bowl. Yeah, that's kind of weird, huh? Yeah, yeah. The the uh, but the, you know what the good news is, and I'm kind of excited about this, is because the Rams won and we have the same record. We get to go to L.A. and go to the new stadium. That's right. And so that would cross that off our list, and then we just got to figure out how to get to Vegas. And then I think Chicago's coming here. That's yes. If anybody doesn't know the way the schedule is is formed since the 2002. Uh, realignment is you obviously play your six games against your uh, division foes. And then the, you rotate from year to year through the three other NFC divisions and every f- four years the four AFC divisions. So like this year we played every team in the AFC – who would we play? West, right? Kansas mm-hmm. City, yeah. And we played every team in the NFC North. Right. Uh, and then – that leaves two games to be determined, and what they are is you play the team that matches you in the standings between the two NFC divisions you didn't play that year. So that this year, I'm sorry, I'm getting a little confused. Yeah, Who right. did we play? The NFC North this year? Yeah, because we played Chicago, Detroit, sure. and so it would be and Green Bay. Could have sworn I remember writing that story that we were going to play Chicago. We are playing Chicago. Oh, You're right, because that was this year. Yeah, next year we're playing the NFC. East, playing the NFC. We're playing the NFC. We're East playing and the AFC. We're playing East. in New England. We're playing AFC in East. Philadelphia. It's a whole. W- and we're playing in, in New York. LA is the only long trip yeah. we have next and year. And Washington too. Okay, yeah. so we would play whoever came in second in the West uh-huh. on the road, and that's the Rams, and in the North at home, and that's the Bears. Anyway, hopefully, hopefully, got a little derailed there. Yeah, that's fine. Did you know? Okay, let me let me. Can we just completely screech and switch sure. topics here? Sure, absolutely. Don't you think that Tom Brady should get some MVP votes? 
I would think so. I don't think he's he's not going to win because Aaron Rodgers is going to win. That's totally fair too, by the way. Aaron Rodgers. By the way, over the last month, Tom Brady's passer rating is one twenty six point nine. Wow. And it would be a little bit higher if not for that fluky interception, which was his only interception in the last four games. However, Aaron Rodgers, his pass rating in that same span is one thirty two point nine. Yep. So, anyway. I, I. Okay, so Russell Wilson is going to get some votes, right? I'm not sure why. Well, he was gangbusters the first half of the season. Okay. That's why. I mean, right. in fact, six or seven games in, he was the guy everybody was thinking was going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there's so much season left at that point. It doesn't make any sense to make that declaration. But I remember thinking he was the leading candidate. So, he'll get some votes, you know. Well, Tom Brady has the same number of touchdowns and one fewer interception than right. him. Uh, Patrick Mahomes will get some votes and should. Sure. But Tom Brady has two more touchdowns than he does, more interceptions as well. Josh Allen is definitely getting a lot, and, and deservedly so. He's getting a lot of push. Well, Josh Allen has 37 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. Right. Tom is 40 and 12. Josh Allen adds the ability to run with his feet. All I'm saying is, you know, you obviously got to have team success, and we have that. He just took a team that hadn't been to the playoffs. In 13 in years. 13 years. Back to the playoffs in his first year here. Only time we've had 11 wins. Has Second time, rather. Fourth time. Fourth time. He has um, he has, he, he has more yards than Rodgers, more yards than Wilson. All I'm saying is he should be getting some consideration. He should get some down-ballot votes. Yeah. Because I think the way they do it, don't they pick with their one through five? Yeah. I so think I – think, uh, It's going to be all quarterbacks this yeah, year. Sure. Well, usually that's, that's the difference. They mix somebody in there. But, I mean, you could go with Rodgers, Brady, Wilson, Mahomes, and Allen and easily have a top five mm-hmm. on your ballot right there. Mm-hmm. Um. I think it's because, and this is going to sound, you know, because Tom's had so much success. Yeah. But that, I know it sounds It's kind of like the Michael Jordan factor, Yeah, right? is after a while is, oh, yeah. You're looking for reasons to give it to It's Tom Brady, else. yeah. No, uh, to be clear, yeah. I don't think Tom Brady should win MVP this year. No, you just think he should have some votes. I think he should get some votes. Sure, I'm with you. I'm with you. It also, you know, he really came on strong at the end. So, a month ago, he wasn't quite as... Close to all these these guys. Yeah. He also ended up winning or, or breaking the Bucks single season record for passer rating mm-hmm. at one hundred two point two. Wow. Which I was really glad by because do you know who held the record? Mm. Uh, Jameis. No. Um. It, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually nothing oh, and nothing really? against Fitzpatrick. Oh yeah, but but he probably started seven games that year or okay. something like that, right? Yeah. Um. And then before him. The record he broke belonged to Brian Greasy, who didn't start all 16 games of the year. He broke that record in something yeah. like 05 or 04 or something. Uh, and and on a sidebar, I felt bad for Ryan Fitzpatrick because he did not get to play in a playoff game because he, he, he tested positive. Well, they also didn't make the playoffs. <laughs> well, that, there's that too, but he didn't he didn't get to play. He didn't get to play in the and, play-in and he, game. Yeah, and he usually has a tendency to yeah, bring did, them back. Yeah, but did you see that score? I'm not sure he could have made it. Yeah, back. well, that was Buffalo, right? Yeah. Yeah. That was a tough order for Miami mm-hmm. there. Um, so I'm glad that Tom Brady has a record just because I not anything it's fits or greasy just because I I wanted to go to somebody who legitimately was legitimately was your starter the whole right. season. Right. And then uh uh yeah, that's it. That's you, it? Okay, now you know how they talk about I have one more little note. You know uh-huh. how they talk about a, uh guys like Levante and um 
in Will and Mike finally getting their first playoffs. And this yeah. is a team with a lot of guys sure. that haven't tasted the playoffs yet. Mm-hmm. But they got Tom Brady and they got Gronk. How many guys do you think we have on our roster right now, the current roster, counting the COVID guys, the guys on the COVID list, how many guys have been in the playoffs before? Well, Antonio Brown, you got uh, Gronk, you got Brady, you got Sue. Uh, JPP, obviously. JPP. Um, so you think maybe like 10? I think 10 would be high. 10 would be high? Yeah. It's 18. Really? <laughs> we have 18 guys who have been in the playoffs before. Really? And it's just a fun note because some of them was just a game or two. Okay. So Andrew Adams, Shaq Barrett, Tom Brady, Antonio Brown, Ross Cockrell, Leonard Fournette, Gronk, Joe Haig, Ryan Jensen, Shady McCoy, Steve McClendon, Jaden Mickens, Kevin Minter, Nacho, JPP, Ryan Suckup, Sue, and Josh Wells. Okay. One, the, the, the surprise is Josh Wells. I wouldn't have picked that one up. Yeah, he was quick. with – he was with Jacksonville. But I got, you know, Shaq Barrett was with Denver. Mickens, Wells, and, and Fournette mm-hmm. were all with Jacksonville right. when they went a few years ago. Okay. So we do have playoff experience. We got some playoff experience it. here. We don't have to think about how are you going to adjust to the I mean, it's going nice to, from one game to another. It's nice know? to have the greatest playoff player of all time. Sure. The way. Sure. But – I don't. I. I see. I must. I'm. I'm kind of a downer today because all of a sudden I think, well, the last playoff game Tom Brady was in was a wild card and they lost. Against yeah, he Tennessee. hasn't. He hasn't had to play a lot of wild card games. I no. think he's only had to play four of them. Yeah, they usually have a first round bye. Am I setting myself up or am I just being a realist right now? You just ch- checking all facts. You can't be too. You're trying not to get too high. Yeah. You try not to believe the line, which is seven and a half points. Which, I, I did see that, though. I did. Come on. I did. That's a lot. It's on the road against a, a legit, one of the best defenses in the league. Yeah. But. And we're missing Devin White. Yeah. Mike I think it, I think it's going to be a closer game than you think. I I do believe. Than I think or than. Or than they. I think it's going to be a dogfight. I don't think I this do, is. I, I agree. I will not be shocked by either result. Um, the only thing that would shock me was Washington winning easily. Yeah, no, I, 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 mean, I think I think it's going to be a good game, but I, I but I do believe uh, the Bucks are going to win. I do believe that. Well, if it's a if if you're saying seven and a half points is a little bit high, seems high, then you're saying you think this is like a one score game, and any game that's a one score one score game can go either way. At the sure, end. sure. And I mean this this Atlanta game was basically a one score game most of the way until uh, we pulled away right at the end. Right, and that's what and there, but that's. That's why I think, because the team can score. Now, it struggled a bit in the beginning. The team, meaning the Bucks, can score, and they can score quick. And I think the last four weeks have shown that. Yeah. So I feel good. that's why I feel really, really pretty good. that We have something like 11 touchdowns of 20 or more yards in that span. So we can get there like that. So there's always there. I guess I guess there's that glimmer of hope that no matter wh- how, where it is, if there's a minute on the clock, I, other than the Chicago game, but I think that was just a warm up. So I do believe the uh, since the second half of the Atlanta game in Week 15, I think you better hope we win because if we don't, the next salty dog is going to be pretty, pretty damn salty. salty. Yeah. That reminds me today, last couple of days, and I'm not complaining. There are tons of people sure. in our organization and, and elsewhere that have to work a lot. But the last couple of days, I personally have been pretty slammed. Sure. And and I have caught myself at a few moments going, 
all this extra work, which we wouldn't normally have if we didn't make the playoffs. And I'm like, you can't complain about that. I, you got to take it. <laughs> I was up this morning and uh, made a pot of coffee, and I was in my office at a quarter to seven. I saw your note. I didn't see it my last text. night, your text. I didn't see it last night, but I saw it early, and I know that you were sleeping at a quarter to seven. Mm-hmm. So, um, And I started working. and it, it, I next, wouldn't have heard your text, though, yeah, by the way. The next thing I knew, it was 10 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but there was so much going on. And, and, yeah, and in this day and age, it's like being at the office. Um, but then coming in here and doing this, you're right. There, it, it, There is a lot of work. And that kind of goes back to what I was saying. You're busy, busy, busy. And then you're also thinking about... You, you know, you got to think about next week. You got to think about, okay, what are the storylines? What are we going to yeah. do? We do have meetings about that. Yeah, and you get all this stuff, and that's that's why it, when it ends, it's such a – It ends, yeah. Yeah, yeah that, a lot of these seasons lately, we've known the end was coming. Oh, yeah. You, you, we'll this time, into it. This you know? time, we don't really know when the season's going to end. It's funny. We were standing in the same, this box during the game or before the game started, and we were all are like, wow, it's so nice that it's week 17, and this game we're going to do right now – has meaning to it and it, it just it felt good it, it had meaning good. in a way that you also had a um safety net if you didn't win you're still in you know? i didn't have my draft sheet out during that <laughs> <laughs> at all by the way if the draft if the stand if you went by the standings today the bucks would pick 25th mm. because they're one of five teams that are 11 and 5 and they we have the fourth highest strength of schedule so we'd be fourth in that rotation right. but it's all going to shift around the only the first 18 picks are sure right now sure we could be anywhere from we're Probably good. from like 32. 21 to 32. 32. We've never picked 32. No. Because when we won the Super Bowl and got the 32nd slot, we didn't have that pick because we traded it for John Gruden. But that was what a great worth pick it. that was, right? <laughs> <laughs> Who knew? Who knew? It was obviously worth it. All right. All right. Do you want to just get to the sure. questions now? Sure. Get some fan questions? Okay. I'm going to try. I got three of them here. All right. Very uh, good. That's, it is good. These are pretty good. Thanks. Um, this is from Todd Birchfield. All right, Todd. Um. My favorite NACL canines. You, you getting it? You understanding where he's coming from? Uh, you dogs. Get, you picking up what he's putting dogs. down here? Well, canines is dogs, but NACL is uh, sodium chloride, which is salt. Oh. Yeah. Huh? Really, really put in a lot of effort on that one. Wow. Yeah. Maybe that's our – one of our nicknames could be NA and one CL, but I don't know what it stands for. I don't either. I mean, mine would be NA because I'm naturally awesome. <laughs> so you got to make something out of CL. <laughs> I'll think about it. Okay. All right. His question is, with a lower salary cap, who do you think our salary cap casualties will be? Why are we talking about this? Uh, hey, come on, man. Also, do you think Gronk would you be You know willing- what? He started out so strong, but <laughs> if someone poured water on his salt, and he melted away. Some H2O in his case. Water. Yes. Also, do you think Gronk would be willing to sign a team-friendly deal? I really want to see us keep this team together. Mm, you know, I, I honestly, don't you think some of this has to do with how this postseason goes? Um, you know, they made a huge effort to keep as much of last year's team together as they could, knowing they were going to add Tom Brady. Sure. Because Bruce knew we'd have the offense. He's, we just need to build the defense, right? So that was the effort to keep Indomitian Sue, Shaq Barrett, Jason Pierre-Paul, and, and really a bunch of other guys, too. Mm-hmm. Um you know, like Nacho, a bunch of other guys re-signed. So Kevin Minter, who's become important lately. Uh, if you make this playoffs and the way this team is coming together at the end, and then, I don't know, you don't get to where you want to be. You lose this week or next week. Aren't you really still motivated to, to run that back again? Well, yeah, and I, I think also you're you're looking at guys. Don't forget, you know, guys are getting a little bit older. Um, 
and you have to make that that call. And do you have people that you have an eye on that you think that can help you? you yeah. Know, free agency works both ways. Right. But, I, you know, I think there's a concern that the cap will be a little lower than usual because of the NFL's financial mm-hmm. situation because of COVID. Sure. Um, also, the fact that you would like to won't necessarily succeed, but hopefully we'll get back, be able to re-sign Chris Godwin, yeah. Levante David. you got to figure out what you're doing with Shaq because he's just on the one-year – Franchise, franchise tag, yeah. so he'll be a, a free agent if you don't tag him again, which would be very expensive. Well, if anybody can figure it out, yeah, Greeny can. I, I Mike know. Greenberg, he's done a really nice and, job, and I'm glad and, you're giving Mike Greenberg props, yeah. specifically. But also, I think I sometimes I've you hear him talking, you go the the things that that the that the cap issues that fans are concerned about. There's usually a way to figure it sure. out. Sure, I mean New Orleans has done for years. Now you keep waiting for it to come come to home to roost on them, and it hasn't as of yet. You know, they keep pushing their salary cap to the limit and, and putting dollars on later years, so that it hasn't hurt them yet, right? There's ways to as go long about as you, this. As long as you have years, you're good to go. Do but I, you know what? What I, what I find interesting, though, is fans always say, well, so-and-so give us a discounted rate. Yeah. And I think, okay, you're going to go for a job to go see. You know, you're going for a job. And you, are, you, are you giving the hometown rate? Are you – Sometimes, yes. I think it just depends on all factors. The problem with, with most of us in a job interview is that salary part is That's hard. the last part. Yeah, but you don't want to – yeah, right? That's yeah, you're just trying to get part. the job. But you don't want to put a number on it because you don't know what their number is. Sure. Right? It's a so, little bit different in a, in a contract negotiation. Yeah, but I think, I, I think also, too, what happens with players, it, you know, this is a nice area to live. It's a tax-free state. Depending on where you are in your career, you may not want to pack up and go. Remember, Shaq Barrett was talking about he did not want he to leave. Want, he still doesn't. That's still well, the way he but, feels. But the interesting part is he told us he didn't want to leave Denver either when it right. all happened. That's true. And then he came here and he goes, oh, this is awesome. I love it here. Yeah. I mean, so, he had to leave Denver. Sure. He was hoping that doesn't happen again. Yeah. So I, I, I think um, I think, I think you're absolutely right, Scott. I think it's going to be how this year plays out before we'll know. Yeah. And, and I don't like to, to speak for – a player um, like in this case, Gronk will here. Won't he take a hometown discount? Right. I mean, you can speculate that it's not just the home team discount, but also the fact that he would get to continue to play with Tom Brady. So what is that? What does that cost for him? What is, what, well, how much does he need in order to do another okay. year? Here's, here's another aspect of it too. Gronk and Tom Brady, what? 25 million for, for Tom and nine million for Gronk. That's not bad. Okay, that's thirty-four million dollars for the year. If 33. I did, my, or thirty-three. If I did my math wrong, which you did, yeah, no, yeah, no, twenty was it twenty-five you, and nine? I thought you said twenty-five and nine. Okay, thirty-four. Thank you. Yeah. So I did my math right. You did your math right? <laughs> and so for thirty-four million dollars, that's a lot of money. You say. However, if you step back from a marketing point, from a let's pay attention to the Tampa Bay Buccaneer, um, you know, it elevated the whole the whole oh, organization. Yeah, it was well tremendously. So that is part of it's it's a campaign kind of kind of hmm. what I'm saying okay. is that you are you are getting bang for your buck. No, no pun intended for, to um, to elevate where we are and I, and we have, and you know, you start, you know, you know, when you, when, when I call my mom and it starts out with, so you won again and you know, and so she's, she's not exactly a football fan, but she's jumping in on it. And it, that, <laughs> that lends a lot to what, what those guys bring to the table. So I think it's money well spent. 
Well, and my point was just, it's totally possible that Gronk would play for less than maybe his complete market value. Sure. But even if not, those guys, the the price for those two guys is not that bad. $24 million for one of the best quarterbacks in the league is is a bargain at this point. Well, considering where where he got you this year, yes. Well, and just he's that good. Yeah. And, And quarterbacks like that are getting paid in the 30s now. Yeah. And it's just going to continue to go up. And some are getting paid a whole lot of money that aren't that good. <laughs> well, you got it like a Kirk Cousins. Sure. As an example. Who yeah. is a good quarterback. He's a good quarterback. And he, he's had some good numbers, but you just don't feel like he's on the same level, right? Mm-hmm. As he had this Aaron one... Rodgers or something. Yeah. I mean, he's got pretty good numbers this year. Well, but... People were dogging Aaron Rodgers for how many years? Um, a little bit recently. The last yeah. couple of years before yeah. they made a quarterback change, they were he's saying he was... crowing about yeah. that now. Uh-huh. Have you seen his comments lately? It's pretty good. His stuff after the game was pretty good. Yeah. He's like, people aren't talking about that stuff anymore. Sure. Everybody wanted to talk about that. Now yeah. nobody's talking about it. Yeah. Hey, you know, he's earned the right. I would do it too, probably. Absolutely. Like, oh, you, you're coming at me now? Mm-hmm. You know, where's all the criticism now? Mm-hmm. Now you want an interview. You want to be <laughs> my best friend. Sure. All right. What else we got? Uh, okay. Oh, you want to move on to the next Well, question? I mean, you know, we'll, 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 we'll discuss the cap uh, when we get closer to um, yeah. okay. cap time. Yeah. We got other things to worry about right now. Yep. All right, this one's from Michael Spala, who's from Connecticut, okay. and whose tag under his name says Allstat for Prez. Ah, I like it. I'd take it. Sure. Take it over the last four years. Up the gut. Wow. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I could say so much. <laughs> Keep going. Okay. Hey, guys, I know he's only one player. And first of all, this was sent on, let's see, oh, the day of the game. Ah. I know he's only one player, but it's tough to feel good about the win tonight, knowing Mike might miss the playoffs. He's worked so hard to get to, Mike sure, Evans. Sure. Of course, it's nobody's fault. It was a freak thing. Thank you. Yep. But a man, I hope he's okay. Nobody deserves a shot more than him. Okay, maybe Levante too. Switching gears, it seems the corners have been playing soft man or more zone the last few weeks and having trouble with receivers catching a lot of intermediate passes and picking up 5 to 15 yards easily. This didn't seem to happen in the beginning of the year. Mm. What do you think changed, and how can you – how can they shore, shore up this gap so that they don't get exploited by some of the great quarterbacks they will face over the next few weeks? Seems to me one. This is long. Yeah. Seems to be one of their only flaws as a team right now. Everything else is clicking. Hopefully, by the time you read this, Mike Evans is cleared and on, on the way back to the field. Fingers crossed. Go Bucks. Well, we're close to that. Yeah. So you kind of got your wish. That whole yeah. the, the Listen, whole time that you read that question, Mike has rehabbed. <laughs> He's been getting closer and closer. Yeah. He's running on that treadmill in the uh, in the pool. Yeah. I like that we have that that big uh, tub that mm-hmm. has a treadmill floor. Yeah, it has a camera in there so the trainers can sit in their office and make sure you're doing it correctly. <laughs> I didn't no, I, did no, you no I believe you. I just yeah. didn't remember that part. Sure. It's been so long since I've been in the facility. Are, are they that lazy, our trainers? No, no, no. I'm kidding. So we you, love them. No, no. So you can see in the water they it's a camera view so it's it's oh. um knee level because okay so the it's treadmill, not because they want to just hang out in their no the, the, the treadmill absolutely uh, absolutely actually goes moves up and down depending on the height and how much water they want I know the that. person to be submerged in i know because it wouldn't be as good for like Jaden mickens and mike evans would probably want the water at different levels you would think right who knew <sighs> So, but, but to, to start in on this question yeah um on this idea that we played all kinds of press coverage early mm-hmm. in the season and now we're just for some reason laying back and i understand that because there are times yeah. in the games when like in that atlanta game there were stretches when they were hitting underneath passes over and over and over again and it was working right mm-hmm. but the idea that we have we did tight coverage early and and soft coverage now is not really accurate and i know this jeff because i look at these next gen stats every right. every week and i can see 
that what it basically is is that Todd's mixing things up. Like is the Atlanta game is a good example, the first one. A lot of a lot more zone in the first uh-huh. half, and a lot and, and man is always going to look more aggressive, and a lot of times they're pressed. Not always, but a lot of times they're gonna, you're not going to press in zone coverage. Mm. So you're going to see if you're seeing press coverage, it's man, right? Right. So um, it's easy to see that, and and you think that's a more aggressive way of playing defense. And but honestly, it's both. I it's ugh. I see the same thing, and I, I react the same way. I'm like, why are we playing so off? But when you look at the numbers, it's not as cut and dried as that. No, and and you do have, and it, we have succeeded both ways this year and, at various times. And you made a comment. You keep mixing it up. Todd likes to keep mixing it in up. In the first Atlanta game, we blitzed quite a bit in the second half when we went to more man-to-man, and that worked. Turned up the heat, changed things around. In this game, if you look at it, we fared a lot better, a lot better against Matt Ryan when we only rushed four or, in some cases, three. Mm-hmm. He he had most of his big plays when we brought five, six, or seven. And and I know he's not talking specifically about blitzing, but those kind of come hand-in-hand. Hand. Sure. You're going you're gonna to have to play more man when you're blitzing. You can't play – a seven-man zone if you're blitzing six guys. Right? I, I will say this. When you get burned on a play, why are you playing that defense no matter when, no matter what? It's just the way it is. Yeah, you're going to hear why. Yeah, why, why are you doing but that? I mean, I, it, but I, I'm not even making fun of No, no, but I know, where I, he's, same I know where he's coming from yeah. because, I, you know, we go into commercial breaks and we'll, we'll, we'll make that comment, and then Dave has to settle us all down <laughs> and tell us the reasons why that's really happening. Yeah, and, and honestly, you won the game. You won the game. Yeah. And Matt Ryan and those and Calvin Ridley, they're all very good. But this time, Calvin Ridley only had 52 yards. He had 160 in the last one. We limited big plays. They had one passing play of more than 20 yards, and that was a short dump off to yeah. a back. That got and they 26. only had that one big running play. They had the, yeah, well, that's the biggest and, one and they have all year. They wouldn't, have, they wouldn't have made it over 100 yards if they didn't have that big so, running play. Uh, my point is, it's not as cut and dried as we're playing this way and, sure. and we were previously playing that way. But also, if if he and me too can control our emotions in those situations, we might understand that it's not necessarily the worst strategy at all no. times. You got you want to mix it up, obviously. Yeah, you have to. And Matt Ryan just did a particularly good job of of take you know of of beating that. Mm-hmm. And they had like five long drives. And not every team is going to be able to do that. No. Right? And, and you, you pressure Matt Ryan or you play man and he beats that too. So you try so something else. So then what else, do you do? Yeah. Right? yeah. There's a, remember that there's a, there's a very good team on the other side of the field. Mm. And they're seeing what you're doing and they're trying to take advantage of it. Sometimes they succeed. Sometimes they don't. But I totally get what he says. I get it too, completely. You know, when, when they go to zone, it seems like they're always giving up so, too much. <laughs> you're telling me it feels that it way. feels that way well and sometimes it is sure you know but it's not always the case okay so i'm looking at the injury report which isn't officially out yet but it will be by the time uh they um the, by the time hear you this. hear this and and, and antonio, by the time i get it together yeah antonio gibson and terry mclaurin with toe and ankle injuries Ooh. did not practice today alex smith with a calf injury did not practice today their Pro Bowl guard, Brandon Scherf, was limited. Now, when it comes down to it, I bet all of these guys will play. Oh, sure. But they are dealing with some injuries over there, and they have been. All these guys, Gibson and McLaurin and Smith, they've all been working through injuries in the last month of the season. The fact that Alex Smith he's is playing yeah. football anyways, he's the most valuable player. Right, definitely the comeback player of the year, no question. I, I really hope that we don't um, lose to Alex Smith this week because then I'll probably just – 
I'll be really angry in my home. I know because it's your namesake. I'll have my yeah, son walking right. around Alex Smith and I'll have to be reminded of that. All the time. All the time. He'll have to change his name. I'll just have to not talk to him oh, anymore. Oh, yeah, because it's going to be his fault. <laughs> it's got to be somebody's. I understand. He's going off to school next year, so it doesn't matter yeah. anyway. All right. All right, so our next question, our last question, we haven't had a question yet or haven't used one for a while from our, our pal in Brazil, Alexander. Okay. Sure. But So let's do this one, right? All right, I like it. Ahoy, salty ones. That's oh, yeah. that's his usual lead. I in like thing. that, though. Yes, with yes, we will be playing on Wild Card Weekend. Yes, this is truly wild. Yeah, I like it. A lot oh. of enthusiasm and a lot of exclamation points I in that sentence. Can never use enough exclamation I, points. <laughs> we certainly know some people <laughs> who feel that way. Hope our guys keep it safe and there are no more COVID cases within Bucks. Oh, yeah. anything can happen though. Yeah, that's not going a lot of wood. I mean, Cleveland, like you mentioned earlier. Oh boy, it can happen to anybody. Sure, I know it. You're you're on the everyday test. Every day, yeah. And I go once a week, and I I I live in a bubble, but I I still worry about it. You well, know? you should. The, you were talking about Cleveland earlier. They believe that this is not an outbreak in the facility. That it was like three different strains brought in separately. Yeah. So people are just getting it out there. Sure. Which is scary in a general sense. Yeah. This is. I know this is crazy. Like when I get gas, pump gas. You wear your mask. I wear my mask, and um, I also put a glove, oh, okay. a glove on, uh, one of those throwaway. Mm-hmm. Um, just, I don't do that, but I don't blame anybody for any precautions. That they no, take. no, no. You got to do what you think is best. You there gotta, was a time when you might have thought somebody was eccentric yeah. in a store wearing like rubber gloves, mm-hmm. but not anymore. No, you can't. You can't really fault anybody. No, for doing that. no, no, no. You got to just pay attention, and and you know it's it's a big deal because. Um, it affects us totally because, you know, you know, anybody, you know, well, it affects everybody because you, you're out at least 10 days or you're quarantined in you where your little box, whether you can work or not. But, um, yeah, I'm with him. Hopefully no, no issues. So is, is there any bucks record that can be reached this weekend or maybe one or two that are possible to reach this postseason? Or even one that you guys really want to break. Let's assume everybody wants that second Lombardi trophy, okay? Mm-hmm. Since you did, thanks for reading. Alexander Nascimento from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Huh. All right. Well, fortunately, I did have a moment after I first looked at this question a little while ago to research a little bit. And So when you're talking records, you're talking things that happened during a playoff? Well, yeah, game. because it doesn't. all the records we could or couldn't break are in done. the regular season are done. Yeah. And we broke a lot of records on Sunday. Tom Brady touchdown. Well, he already had it, but forty touchdowns, man. Mm-hmm. Mike pass rating. Mike uh, Ryan Suckup broke the team's single season scoring. Uh-huh. We scored more points than we'd ever scored before. Four hundred ninety-two. Yeah, third highest scoring team in the league. That whole sheet I had was was highlighted. <laughs> it's hard to get through the. What way. I what I do is when when we when we break a record, I run a yellow marker through it, and then I show. Gene or okay. whoever I want to say yeah, that yeah. this is what I want. Yeah. This, look at this. Look at this. That whole sheet was yellow. Alexander Holman of the um, – I just said Alexander. Alexander. I'm stuck on yeah. Alexander. Andrew Holman. Yes. Sorry. Andrew, Andrew Holman, who is in our PR in our communication. Who was sitting next to me in the – well, socially distanced, but next to me in the press box – was kicking my butt with the notes in that game. Like, uh-huh. he was getting all these out one after another. I'm like, I'm four or five behind, so I just kept retweeting him. Yeah. He was killing it. It was man. great. 
He was killing it. Well, you know, you get into that mode. That's I'm like, what he there's does. another one. Yeah, yeah he puts. He, he was put, ready. He, well, what you got to do is, like you just said, you have the ones that could fall ready. Sure. And as soon as they happen, you know all. The you numbers. drop them right away. Yeah. All right. So you know, it's one game, and career records are going to be hard to break because your guys like Brooks and Barber and Allstott and Sapp and Lynch, they all had a bunch of games. Mm-hmm. So you're not you're not going to look at anybody breaking any career records for the Bucks no. in this game. But the first thing I would point out, and we're not talking about Buck records here, is Rob Gronkowski could hit a couple things because he has 12 touchdowns in in the postseason, and if he gets one more, he'll break a tie, or he'll be tied for no, he'll break a tie with uh, I think John Stallworth, the old wow. Pittsburgh receiver. And have the second most ever behind only the GOAT, Jerry Rice. The second Man. most postseason touchdowns ever. That's amazing. But, well, you know, like how many times he's been to the postseason. Yeah, well, that helps. Yeah. But then he performs well when he gets there. He has four 100-yard games, as a matter of fact, which is tied with Jordan Reed for the most by a tight end in the postseason. So one more, he stands alone. He seems to play his best game in the playoffs. He's had some he, big ones. He ha- or, he, or he has the big plays well, in for one thing, I know I think Brady just trusts him. Well, yeah, he said that the other day. Sure, he said Tom Brady said the other day that when he starts thinking about guys that he can trust at the big moment, like Gronkowski comes right to mind. Sure, so and I that's I respect. That. That's why I think you're going to see some of that. Hopefully, we have a couple games, two, mm-hmm. three, four, four for that to All happen. Of them. Uh, and then Antonio Brown also has five hundred yard games in his career, and if he gets one more, he'll tie for second. Yeah. So wow. those are big ones from a league standpoint, but. Because the Bucks playoff teams have generally been defense driven, there are not impressive yeah. single game records no. for offense. No. So all of these records, yeah. all of these are single game <laughs> records for the Bucks in the playoffs. Twelve points scored, uh-huh. three field goals, uh-huh. a forty-eight yard field goal, thirty-nine pass attempts, twenty-five completions. 259 passing yards. I think Brady is averaging well over that. <laughs> he could have that in the first yeah. half. <laughs> two TD passes. Two. Brad Johnson threw two touchdown passes in the San Francisco and Oakland wins uh-huh. in the playoffs. Yeah. Two. I know. That's the record in a I game. Know. How many? How many? Uh, Brady's thrown at least two in seven straight games. How many defensive touchdowns? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to break that one. <laughs> I mean, if we do, we win the game because of the Super Bowl. We had three. I ain't throwing it out there. Yeah, you know. If somebody could break Rondé Barber's record of a 92-yard interception oh, return, geez. it still wouldn't erase the fact that that's the greatest play in team history, but it, I'd take it. Yeah, well, it would be something <laughs> to talk about anyways. Eight receptions, 106 yards. Those are both single-game <laughs> records. Uh, two, three sacks, that's pretty good. Wow. And then as a team, 24 first downs. I think we're averaging I, close I to like that. I like that. These I are like all records that could easily fall. I like that. Probably better – well, Green Bay's – I don't know who we play in round two. Washington has such a good defense that More, you tip it, your expect, expectations it, it, a little. It, odds would be if you beat Washington, you're going to Green Bay. That's and this. it'll probably be cold. Mm-hmm. Their defense has played better, I think, as the season is going on. Yeah, they're taking out all those palm trees down there, Jeff. Yeah, well, they're putting in sta- seats, right? Yeah, they don't that, need to though, right? They're not going to fill the stadium. Well, yes and no, but see, I I thought that I made that comment yesterday, and then I stopped myself and I said, oh wait. If they still put stands oh, in they there, can space they can still space people put out, more put people, people out. in. Okay. Yeah, space them yeah. Because that's your initial thought is you can't do that. Yeah, the whole stadium is is under, it's under league control. <laughs> I have to wear two wristbands just to get in here. Today. <laughs> I, I've got a wristband. I've got a oh, big. Oh, you got credential. I got credentialed. Um, um, you know. Yeah, I had to park across the street and walk over, and the guy at the guard check is like, "Do you have your credential?" I'm like, uh. "Oh, did you park in 14?" 
Well, I thought that's where you told me to park. Uh, MLK. Across the street. Oh, Across I, MLK. Yeah. Well, no, MLK. You. Oh, on this side? Yeah. Oh, okay. MLK lot two. I parked in the lot that you can get to from one buck. Across. That's 14. Oh, well, well that's where I am. <laughs> that, I hope my car's still there that, when I get back. That is the public uh, lot 14. Okay. Well, okay. I just hope my car's there when yeah, I get back. Yeah, you see, if you look to the left, you see all those cars. It I looks, wondered why I didn't see your truck yeah, or Corvette. Yeah, if you if you look to the left, yeah. if you stand up and look to the left, I don't feel like there's it. all these cars. Yes. I can look that way and see that the okay. COVID, COVID testing line isn't there anymore. Uh, they had to move that out of here. They moved that Across over to Hillsborough Community College. I I but know. I want to say something so you, uh, it's top of my mind. On... Saturday, uh, I think we have to park in lot two, or you can park in fourteen and walk across. You the could street. have told me this. Was that podcast. open up? Was I'm now? You got me curious. Was that open? How did I get to where I went? Yeah. No, well, yeah. didn't it have to be open for me to get there? I don't know. I don't you know. Don't, you think I just drove over or under barricades, Scott? The I've, gate from the gate. I sure hope it's still open. The gate from you know that gate from one buck to get uh-huh. pat, when you pass the uh-huh. facility that was open so uh-huh. i drove that way cuz i thought okay. you were talking i but, just drove but, the back way to there okay so next week we're going to talk about how scott tore the underneath of his car cuz he went over the curb <laughs> i've got to figure out how to get out of here if they close that gate but there was like 10 other cars so i assumed i was yeah. in the right spot sure i didn't see yours i'm like maybe no. he's not here yet you'll probably be able to pull out you'll probably be able to pull out it looked like there might be one isn't that interesting out. we give people things to think about is you know what the people listening right yeah, now thinking right about now. where I park? Yeah, I'm sure that's the t- number I'm, one takeaway. From I mean, this. if you want, I'll take it out. But I think it's somewhat interesting. <laughs> no, that's fine. All right. Well, I don't got it. That's it. That's yeah. all the questions. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty well. Uh, it's a good one, though. Hopefully, we're doing another one next week well, I, with I, something else to talk about. We will be doing one next week with something good to talk about. with, with another game to talk about. The trip to Green Bay, like Seattle. I like how you. Like okay. Very good. Since you did, thanks for listening.